Part three of Edwy, a poem in three parts by Anne Radcliffe. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Part three The Magic Mirrors A Summer Night in Windsor Forest. Edwy forsook the fairy court, and to forest glades withdrew, where never yet had elfin sport cheered the melancholy view. Upon the hazel wands he writes Ada's name with thrice and three then buries them with bidden rites underneath a forest tree it was an oak whose trunk within a foul and watching spirit lay whose night shrieks in the tempest din filled the traveller with dismay it was an oak whose sinewy boughs threw a dark horror o'er the ground whose high gaunt top and warrior brows with the storms of ages frowned its trunk was never touched with light so wide and deep the branching shade of leaves that on a starry night a gleam like break of morning shed but the brook stealing from the brake showed a glimpse of brighter ray when on its dewy banks did take will o the wisp his mystic way round the high roots our ed we drew with muttered charm a magic line and in the circle's heart's ease threw and bryony and eglantine then sweets and poisons three and three jasmine blossoms violet bud the deadly nightshade's tresses grey and the pale monk's gloomy head next the buried wands he raised and ada 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 called thrice upon the west he gazed when hark a shriek his breast appalled it was the spirit of the oak who startled by the love fay's name his dark and secret home forsook he fled in haste whene'er she came a tongue from windsor's distant tower told twelve along the silent wood when lo the planet of the hour quivered upon the trembling flood cheered by the monitory sight then edwy forth his mirrors drew and by that star's informing light upheld them to his searching view again he called on ada's name mildly and meekly to appear and round the crystals rolled a flame while unknown murmurs met his ear see o'er the mirrors mists arise and strange and fearful shadows throng frowning faces glaring eyes look and threat and glance along these gone a tiny form there bounds flitting along the magic glass which in an instant her surrounds with leaves of love in idleness she seems reclining in a bower as the green leaves around her spread the motley yellow purple flower bends in a topknot o'er her head as round this cage of wreaths she hies forth from her wand a lustre pale dawns o'er her blue and frolic eyes and silvers all her dewy veil touches the rose upon her cheek the dimple that her quaint lip owns the smile that now begins to break through clouds of wild capricious frowns while edwy gazed a little strain of sweet complaint did feebly swell when hovering round her leafy chain behold her faithful nightingale he perched upon the true knot there and tried to break with slender bill her prison wreath so flowery fair but the leaves mocked his puny skill too late she owns the forceful spell the little purple blossom throws fixed as a painting she must tell mildly and meekly all she knows fairy ada show to me aura as she's now employed 
on the other glass you'll see with pretty lisp the fay replied he looked the colors faintly dawn and living forms begin to glow aura full dressed in lace and lawn blooms in a ballroom with a bow and dancing with a grace's air and with the eyes of venus smiling et we beheld her with despair his hated rival's heart beguiling to adams he had almost dashed the mirror and so lost the spell but warning lights around him flashed checked his hand and all was well who is this fop so light and vain quickly the magic scene is changed to rivers woods a wide domain with falconers on the banks ranged all at their head his rival pranced in velvet cap with feathers gay and proudly o'er the sward advanced while men and steeds their lord obey oh tell me ada loves she him can she her promise old forget a flame curled round the mirror's rim the crystal darkened into jet and in long moonlight prospect rose windsor terrace flanked with towers how soft the lights and shades repose among the low park's lawns and bowers oh what an arch the heavens throw upon the vast horizon round the stars how numberless they glow down to the landscape's dim scene bound some battlements are left in night others almost appear to shine of yonder tower whose stately height draws on the sky a tall black line that measures on the azure void billions of miles while worlds unknown distant howe'er glow side by side upon its shadowy profile shone down on the terrace men appear gliding along the stately wall with arms enfolding the tall spear how still their measured footsteps fall voices are heard round that vast shade although no talkers meet the sight but beyond where moonbeams spread figures steal upon the light twas aura with a lady friend twas aura with this lover new ah does she to his suit attend the distance baffled edwy's view ada ada why torment me with obscure ambiguous truth thou to show my fate wast sent me say will she wed this fopling youth behold the terrace fades away and a tapestried room succeeds her sire with age and wisdom gray mid lawyer settlements and deed again the charmed picture changed a gothic porch with silk all hung their bows and ladies fair are ranged while humbler gazers round them throng there a happy rival waited with his friends in trim array aura what makes thee belated aura why this long delay again the mirrors were in danger from our thoughtless edwy's rage but a fairy checked his anger would she might his grief assuage next dimly on the crystal steals a chamber in her father's home there aura weeping pleads and kneels the father frowning quits the room again the changeful glass receives the porch and edwy doth he tremble as smiling aura there he sees and whom doth the bridegroom resemble it is himself he's joyous frantic as the glass showed his happy shape but as he sprung with gesture antic it fell and let the fairy scape without due homage let her fly 
straight unknown voices from the ground wildly exclaimed oh fie 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 and fie 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 the echoes sound unhomaged he had let her fly from the old oak an owlet hooted and thence a louder fie 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 to the spot poor edwy rooted but soon recovered through the woods hopeful and light away he sprung the moon peeped through their leafy hoods and o'er the path her checkers flung to the forest's edge he hied where the beech's giant form had for age on age defied with his lion fangs the storm where the lime with spotted bark spots that old moss on silver weaves hung her spray on branches dark among the light transparent leaves and fragrant blossoms forming bowers that cast at noon a twilight green where twas most sweet to watch the hours change the highly tinctured scene the silvery aspen quivered nigh the spiry pine in darkness rose the ash all airy grace on high waved her lightly feathered boughs and there the mighty chestnut reared his massy verdure deepening night whose pale flowers through the dark appeared like gleams of april's coldest light under the low boughs edwy went shade after shade in close array a sadder tint to midnight lent and thoughtless edwy lost his way now far beyond the long-drawn gloom where a faint misty moonlight fell he watched a lonely figure roam and loud he made the echoes swell his call was heard the stranger turned and paused a moment but in vain our edwy would his way have learned for not a word in answer came the vision fled but soon a cry loud though far off alarmed his ear and a footstep passed him by which he followed fast and near till a groan of sad affright almost killed him with dismay and to his undoubting sight there a man expiring lay as horror fixed a while he stood a cloud o'erspread its darkening veil it suited well his fearful mood it hid that dreadful visage pale now mark where yonder high elms crowd what red lights gleam and pass along what funeral torches dirges loud a bier and mourners rounded throng down the avenues of pines they go all sad and chanting their despair then wind they on in pomp of woe then fade and vanish into air for yonder o'er the eastern hill morning's crystal tint is seen edging the darkness solemn still and glimmering o'er the sleeping scene o best of light o light of soul o blessed dawn to thee we owe the humbled thought our mind's best dole the bliss of praise devotion's glow o blessed dawn more sweet to me by gradual hues thy influence fine o'er flying darkness than the ray and glorious pomp that doth enshrine the cope of heaven when the sun comes laughing from the joyous east and bids the expressive shadows run to tell his coming to the west at thy first tint the happy lark awakes and trills his note of joy and feebler warbling murmurs hark break from the woodlands rise and die at thy first tint o blessed light the observant elves and spectres fled 
and that misguiding watching sprite home to her oaken dungeon sped elfena then the mischief fay who with an urchin had combined to wilder edwy thus astray now in a monk's hood is confined no dying man was there no moan there were no red lights near the elms no funeral torches dirges moan no sable band whom grief o'erwhelms still doubtful of his homeward way our hero watched the rise of dawn over a beech-tree's airy spray that trembles on the park's high lawn and soon the glorious sun was spied and windsor in her pomp of groves rose up in battlemented pride queen of the vale that old thames loves from where the far-seen western hill in smiling slumber seems to lie upon the azure vault so still as listening heaven's harmony to where beneath the eastern ray with swelling dome and spires aloft vast london's lengthened city lay all miniatured distinct and soft to where upon the northern edge learned harrow points her vein and stanmore lifts its heathy ridge sloping to the cultured plain which purpled with the morning's glow to boundless tints of azure fades while humbler spires and hamlets show their sunlights o'er the woody shades and gleaming thames along the vale midst willowy meads his waters led while here and there a feeble sail was to the scarce felt breeze outspread the willowy meads and lawns rejoice and every heath and warbling wood the fragrant air with whispering voice the golden clouds the brightened flood all laugh and sing beneath the morn the dancing lamb the springing deer the wild bee with his humming horn and loud and long sir chanticleer soon as his joyous clarion calls answering notes strike up and swell from rafter dark and loopholed walls where sleep and silence seemed to dwell surprising with their clamour clear the passing herdsman and his hound thus far and near sir chanticleer rouses up all the country round edwy so roused who long had stood over this scene of morning beauty forgetting every other good and lost to each forgotten duty now bounding lightly down the hills and through the high o'erarching groves hide to his home where ada wills he soon shall wed the nymph he loves and grateful for the boon she grants he now resolves that never more his spell shall shock her quiet haunts and quite abjures the magic lore but never let impatient wight when he presumes to woo a fairy destroy his glass or rouse her spite but civil be and very wary thus all was well as watchmen tell of fairy sports in windsor glades save that too long a summer song once lingered in those witching shades end of part three end of edwy a poem in three parts by anne radcliffe